There we go. Monday, March 23rd. Tell me how do you feel? Hopefully good. Episode 372, I'm your host Patrick. This is We Live on a Planet. 36 degrees. Holy cow, 36. Feels like 28 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are only going to be about 35 degrees Fahrenheit here in the city of Oswego. Right on the lake shores of Lake Ontario, snow is in the forecast. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, it's that time of the season still. It is March. It gets, we get storms still. Winds are out of the east, southeast, 10 miles per hour. Thank you for stopping over this Monday during um, just an uncertain time that everybody's going through. And uh, I want to try to be a little bit of light in some of the darkness that has been glooming over us all. So stick around. We'll try to do that when we come back. I'll be right back. I hope you come back with me too. Here's our quote to start the show. Stop hating yourself for everything you aren't. Start loving yourself for everything you are. It's time to stop. Yeah. It's time to stop, okay? No more. <laughs> no more. No more. And if you are struggling, um, there's help. There really is. I, you know, I struggled for years of hating myself for everything I wasn't. And I'm starting to love myself for everything that I am. The accident that I had last year, almost uh, just a couple days ago, March 17th last year, a year ago, really changed a lot with me. I think, um, I don't know, I almost died in that accident. There's been plenty of times that I've wished for death in my waking hours of just with my mental health struggles and I'm, I'm getting over not over my mental health, but I'm getting over that feeling of worthlessness, um, even in my darkest times. Maybe it's just because of my medicine compliance. I've been staying on my medicine and really um, actively trying to better my health. There is no magic bullet, but this is seems I seem to have found a right cocktail and the right mix. Good doctor, good therapist. I have a doctor's or a therapist appointment coming up, but I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to keep it because of this social distancing that I really think is important. And I hope people, I hope you guys are taking it light or not taking it lightly like some are, you know, don't take it lightly. I'd rather have us have this inconvenience right now and have it be over sooner than later than have us be under this lockdown for a long time because here in new york we're it's a hundred percent has to be locked down except for people like my my wife who's a healthcare professional she's a nurse of over 30 years and i'm scared with her to be out there i don't know if you if the word at front line is right you know if you're a veteran who's been on the front line I don't know if that analogy is correct, but I feel like she's on the front line in the sense that she's not protected the way she should be, and she's just putting herself out there, but there's nothing else she can do. She's called to duty, and she has to do what she has to do, and that's like what our troops do. 
if they don't have their equipment or say they drop a paratroop in some place and their supplies land how many clicks away from them, the mission doesn't stop. You still got to endure. Either you go get your supplies or you, um, you make it up as you go along. That's when your training comes into play. And it's just hard when you don't have your supplies, though. My wife doesn't have an N95 mask. And the specialists are saying those are the masks that work the best. So I don't really want to talk too much about Corona this episode. We already did not the Corona episode. Then this last one was the Corona episode. But it is put some things in perspective. I have brand new glasses. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I I bit the bullet and got bifocals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had, yeah, it's not that funny. I needed them. I was so sick of um, musical glasses and that's what I was doing was playing musical glasses, glasses to see my phone and then glasses to drive and see the TV and but, you know, I hated them at first because they're, I just wasn't used to them. They're bifocals, but now I love them. And it just feels so nice to have them on and leave them on. They're really light. They're Nike brand, and they're really, really light. You can't even tell they're on. But last little bit about coronavirus. I'm going to try to be the last little bit about it. Um, there's two cases here in Oswego County now where I live. Oswego County is fairly large, about 170,000. And um, about 46 cases in Onondaga County. That's where my wife works, which is Syracuse, the city of Syracuse and other things. But my wife got a letter from the New York State Department of Health from the governor about uh, a call to arms, about availability. So, like, when, I mean, she's already busy working, but say she was retired or not, then they're basically calling everybody up to arms on it so but my glasses what i wanted to tell you and this will be the last about the coronavirus and this is just the coincidence of how lucky i got and um yeah get to it right i know sorry <laughs> um so i usually go to this place in dewitt to get my glasses and it's an america's best You've heard those commercials with the owl on it and stuff. You buy a pair, get a pair, and all that stuff. And uh, I said, well, geez, there's one in Clay. And Clay is a lot closer to me than DeWitt. So I called and said, hey, can I come in there? They said, absolutely. Yeah, of course, your prescription's fine. So I went into the Clay one and got my glasses. And then this whole corona thing breaks out. And I get an email. My glasses are supposed to be in any day get an email saying that they're closing all stores and that uh, if you've put an order in to give them a call and that they'll meet you at the door and hand them to you outside the door. And I said, well, what if I need them adjusted? They said, you'll have to come back when we open and we don't know when that's going to be. But the short story long, <laughs> the place I usually go into wet and then I decided to go in clay end up being on the news, the place in wet had a person visiting there that had the coronavirus. And so they contacted any of the people who were at that store and let you know that you were exposed. I would have went to that store and got my glasses and I would have been one of those unlucky ones. Isn't that weird how lucky I got? But I'll tell you, 40, 40 80%, 40 to 80% is what they're saying will uh, be affected or get this. So be careful 
And I know social distancing is really hard for a lot of people. It is for me. I'm a hugger for one. Just that part's hard. I saw a friend of mine in the store the other day and I instinctively wanted to give him a hug because that's just what I do. And we both looked at each other and stepped back. We're like, oh, we're not supposed to do that, are we? And I don't even feel I'm supposed to be out. You know, I'm, I'm taking this serious because I have uh, people in my life that I love dearly that are older and I don't want to be the one that gives it to them. So I'll take this inconvenience for a little bit. And But yeah, back to our quote one more time. Stop hating yourself for everything you are. Start loving yourself for everything you are. You know, you got to give yourself some credit for the days you did make it when you thought you couldn't. That's what I'm trying to do, I guess. That's maybe now that I'm getting older, I'm trying to give myself credit for some of those days I really didn't think I could make it. Some of those days that were really dark for me. And um, your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. So if you can love yourself, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be better for yourself in the long run. You're going to be happier. You're going to, everything. It's going to be just, I don't know. You can do it. Stick around. We'll be right back. I won't even try to do what she can do. <laughs> that song, if you know it's sign, that's just that high-pitched... Her daughter is Maya Rudolph, who's uh, Senate Live alumni, and I can't think of the singer to that song, but uh, welcome back, and I'm glad that you're here. We're going to learn some stuff. I I got my Wadsworth, or not Wadsworth, Wordsworth, I said Wadsworth because I just, that's in my brain, that's a road I know, Wordsworth and Black's Luxury Fountain Maple Pen came in and I love it my fountain I've got two fountain pens now I don't know what I'm supposed to do I can't write with them both at the same time but why not have a groovy nifty little collection and I got some disposable fountain pens yep you heard me they make disposable fountain pens they're pilot varsity pens and I got them for my wife Kimberly so she can use them at work and it's crazy this microphone that I'm using, my Shure MB51, picks up everything. It picks up my little swallows. It picks up my lip smacks. It picks up everything to the point where um, the last recording that I just had with you guys, this la the last segment, I could hear the, the old Dodge truck across the road from me, the guy firing up his truck. He's always firing up his truck around 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning or a little after 4 sometimes, and that's... A lot of times what time we start recording here is early, and um, I don't know if you heard it, that little bit of all of a sudden you hear a deep throaty sound, it's like, yeah, that was, uh, that was a big old ram truck firing up. <laughs> all right, and you know what you'll probably hear too? I'm hoping not, but my, my belly's rumbling, I'm hungry. I want to know something though. Hopefully you do too. Maybe that's one of the reasons why you stop over. We live on a planet doing this whole nonsense that's going on with us and it's, it stinks, you know? There's sometimes, they're just things are out of our control and this is one of those situations. It's out of our control. We have to comply with what our 
governors, our state officials, or anybody's telling us to do. If they're telling you to stay off the streets, stay off the streets. All right, here we go. 18th, we're over on, ooh, my belly. Get in my belly. Okay, we're at the History Channel's website, history.com. On this day, 1839, 1839, what is it that happened? The word, where are we? Okay. 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 That's, <laughs> we, we had to leave a page just so we could get, okay. The word okay, just okay, enters national vernacular. That means it becomes a word, you know, the initials are first published in the Boston Morning Post. Met as an abbreviation for all, all correct, O-L-L-K-O-R-R-E-C-T, a popular slang misspelling of all correct at the time. Okay steadily made its way into everyday speech of Americans. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Okay. We don't even think of things like that. We're just kind of have them instead of what does okay mean? Well, all correct, but misspelled. Huh. <laughs> I love learning things. 2011, Hollywood icon Elizabeth Taylor dies at the age of 79. Boy, she was an icon, wasn't she? 1775, in our American Revolution, Patrick Henry voices American opposition to the British policy. I did a um, report on Patrick Hen Henry in high school and I can remember it and I did it because his name was Patrick and Patrick's known of course for the famous give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. 1919 World War One. Mussolini founds the fascist party. Ugh, douchebag. Okay, 1983. 1983. What a good year. The 80s. Artificial heart patient dies. On March 23rd, 1983, Barney Clark dies 120, or excuse me, 112 days after becoming the world's first recipient of a permanent artificial heart. Wow. 112 days. It's crazy what we can do now, because this was back in 1983, but what we can do now with surgeries and I have six rods and two screws or excuse me, six screws and two rods in my lower back from a surgery in 2012. I had lower back surgery and I'm so fortunate that my accident, I was going about 50, 55 and the guy that hit me was going about the same speed. So you're talking about a hundred mile per hour impact. I'm so lucky that none of my hardware moved in my, my back. I, you know, but I'll tell you what, I was sitting in my, uh, sitting last night, just after all day long, feeling my leg feeling kind of screwed up. The one I broke my, my foot was feeling numb. I'm like, Ugh, I do not like that. Okay. Enough about me. Westward expansion, 1806, Lewis and Clark depart for Fort Ketslop. Am I saying that correct? Am I, am I saying that right? You're not even paying, not even paying attention. C L A T S O P. Yeah, Lewis and Clark. 
1998, James Cameron Titanic wins 11 Academy Awards. 11. 1983, Ronald Reagan calls for new anti-missile technology. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. It was okay. I mean, sometimes the History Channel's better than others. Sometimes it's there's more exciting things and that happened on Days of History. And I can't always, uh, can't make it up if it's not there. You know what I mean? All right, stick around. When we come back, we're going to dive into some more stuff and things, I'm sure. We'll uh, probably head on over to the Facts site, the Fact Channel. And uh, we'll, I, I want to try to remember to do the word of the day. So remind me about that too, would you? We'll be right back. Stick around. Ripperton, 1975 is when that Loving You song, Minnie Ripperton, yeah, it was killing me if I didn't find out what her name was, oh, you know, and I was telling you about the mic, my Shure MV51, the, the, how it picked up the mic, or it picked up the neighbor's vehicle, keep in mind, I am in the studios in the back of my house, and this is across the street, two houses up from me so maybe you didn't hear it but I heard it when I had my headphones on I thought my heat had kicked on I have my headphones on now that I've got this new mic and I love it when I'm talking to you I was hoping I was going to be able to fly my Mavic Mini today the drone my DJI drone but it's going to be too cold to fly like I was saying snow's in the forecast I cannot believe snow it's that time, though, you know, it's the time of the season where you're going to hear a lot of this because of coronavirus. But, yeah, but you're also going to hear a lot of, a lot of sneezing because it's allergy season as well. So try not to be confused of what is going on. Try to just be mindful, you know, of everything, I guess. I don't know. I Let me get off this soapbox and then try to, what, what's that? What's that, Lassie? Little Timmy's in the in the well? Oh, no, he's not in the well. Well, you said it so quick. I, oh, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel now, and I want to tell you about it. Okay. Thank you for reminding me about that. Yeah, YouTube. I decided to start a YouTube channel, and uh, I only have like 13 subscribers, so thank you to the 13 of you who subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can find it just typing in. We live on a planet over to YouTube and scrolling around, I guess, till you find me. I don't know how else to tell you to do it on YouTube. I'm kind of new at it. All I've put up is one video of a live video of me talking about my giveaway over at WLOAP.com that I'm getting ready to do the drawing very shortly for. And then also um, I put up... What I've been putting up is my episodes right now that you're listening to, I turn into video format where it's just audio, there, but it's in a wave form, so it shows like my voice wave, and I put those up with no, you know, none of me though, and so what I might do if, if I feel brave, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make some videos of me doing the podcast 
as I do it, but I take breaks in between, real quick breaks. You know, I'll go and make myself a cup of coffee, go to the bathroom, look up Mini Ripperton, <laughs> you know, like that. So there's a, the show has a little bit of uh, it's it's all in one take, but there's a little bit of that's behind the scenes, man behind the curtain, you know. So, all right. That's enough about that, YouTube, all that. Let's head on over to the facts site. I like the facts site. This is 15 amazing facts about Alaska. And I'm thinking, okay, I, I know a little bit about Alaska because of one of our listeners, PDE, Life in Alaska. So if you're listening, you know these facts about your amazing state. Alaska was the 49th state to join the United States of America on January 3rd, 1959. The state is unofficially nicknamed The Last Frontier, the land of the Midnight Sun, and Seward's Icebox. It has a population of 710,000 people, making it the 48th most populous state. Alaska doesn't share a border with any U.S. states, instead bordering the Canadian states of Yukon and British Columbia. It's big, too, with a total of 663 1,268 square miles, or 1,717,856 kilometers of land and water, it is the largest state in the entirety of the United States of America. That's enough cold hard facts about that, but let's give you a couple that maybe we'll just skim. I doubt we'll do all 15. People have lived in Alaska for over 15 years thousand years 15,000 years over 15,000 years ago when first when the humans first began to cross the Bering Strait from what is now most easternly point of Russia into the most westerly point of Alaska when humans made that great migration the Bering Strait was actually a land bridge due to the lobo low global <laughs> no not lobo low lower global sea levels <laughs> jesus many of those humans continued on their journey south eventually setting both north and south in south america some though settled in alaska long enough or long before europeans arrived hmm. alaska was once part of the russian empire yeah According to some researchers, the colonization of Alaska by the Russian Empire began in the 17th century. Supposedly, several boats of the Russian explorer Simon Dezvachuk, can't say it, came ashore in Alaska and found a settlement there. See, you know, I would love to do like voiceover things and use my voice and stuff, but boy, I would have to learn how. How does Alex Trebek do it? Seriously. How does Alex Kudos? To you for the questions that you read on um, Jeopardy. Okay, whether it's true or not, Russia did indeed come to colonize Alaska at later dates, with the first permanent settling beginning around found in 1784. 40% uh, of Alaskans live in one place. Wow. There is a stretch of highway and railways called the Rail Belt which runs from the southern shore of Alaska all the way into the depths of the center of the state. More than two-thirds of the population of Alaska has settled in communities, towns, and cities on this stretch of land. 
of the southern end of the rail belt lies the city of Anchorage, the capital of Alaska and the largest city. Alaskan residents are paid to live there. So you're paid to live there. Alaska has so many natural resources that in 1976, the Alaskan Permanent Fund was established, which manages the surplus of state petroleum revenue from the oil industry. This state fund is set up to grow through investing in other areas, and each year a dividend is paid to eligible Alaskan residents. To be eligible, you have to have lived in the state for more than 12 months, maintaining constant residency, or have certain, or have certain criminal convictions. The dividend changes yearly, but in 2019, it was $1,606. This is crazy. I didn't know this. I mean, I knew it was close, but I didn't know you could swim. R Russia is so close to Alaska, you can swim to it. The section of the Bering Strait, which separates Russia and Alaska, is a lot narrower than you think. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that. At the narrowest point, it's just 51 miles or 82 kilometers wide. Within the Bering Strait, though, lies two islands owned by Russia and Alaska. The Russian island is called Big Diomede and the Alaskan is called Little Diomede. These islands are only 2.5 miles away from each other, so close that you could see someone on the other side. In fact, in 1987, a long distance swimmer by the name of Lynx Cox swam across the channel and into the shores of USSR. Back when it was called that. Back in the USSR. Dog sledding is the official sport of Alaska. That's not a surprise. Alaska has some of the U.S. highest mountains. Uh, Denali Mountain, formerly Mount McKinley. Highest peak, jaw-dropping, 20,310 feet, or 6,194 6, meters high. Hmm. Yeah, I think that was... That was pretty good. That was enough, I think, enough facts. It was enough facts to get a wrinkle on our brain, I think. Stick around. When we come back, we'll uh, dive into a couple more stuff and things. We'll be right back. Freegon. Freegon. That's the word of the day. Freegon. F-R-E-E-G-A-N. The person that tries to recycle everything, including eating food that has been thrown away. Freegon. An example. Free An example of Freegon. Steve hates waste, so he decided to become a Freegon to reduce food waste. I have never heard that word. I will probably never use that word in my waking hours ever again. And sometimes... The word of the day is like that. <laughs> Sometimes, just like when we uh, when we go over to the fact site or the history channel, it's not always. Yeah, whatever. Six yeah, you know what I meant, everyone. All right, so we had fun today. I always have fun when you stop over, and I really do appreciate it. I encourage you to head on over to my website, WLOAP. Dot com. Enter my giveaway. What do you got to lose? It's over $50 value. 
all you have to do is subscribe. I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to subscribe because you're going to either sell my email or you're going to bombard me with emails. And none of the above two are true. You will get an occasional email from me. Um, like today, if you were a subscriber, what I'll do is when this is done and I publish it, I will head on over to my website and publish just a picture that says that my podcast is up and then a link to it. And then it brings you to wherever you can listen to We Live on a Planet. Other than that, you're not going to get bugged by me, but you might win something over $50. Also, when you're at uh, WLOAP.com, you can leave me a voice message and be a part of the show. I would love to hear from you. It will ring five times before the voice prompt picks up. There's nothing I can do to change that algorithm. I, tr I looked into it. Unfortunately, that is the way it is. So um, let it ring five times and go to voicemail. And um, we would love to hear from you at the show. And let me know what you're doing right now while you're on lockdown, while we're on quarantine. What, what's keeping you busy? What are you guys doing? Have you lost your mind? Have you found your mind? Have you decided to take this time and be constructive with it? And um, I know it's stressful. It's an uncertain time. You know, in the times of hurricanes or other great disasters, it comes, we know it's coming, we prepare for it, and then it's over, and then we rebuild. And right now, we don't know how to rebuild because there is no end to it right now, and, and that gives us that uneasy, uncertain feeling. And I feel you, and I understand, but it's going to be all right. And so take this time and maybe learn a new skill, a new hobby, a new language, a new healthy habit I know I want to start picking up mindfulness meditation more because when I mindful when I mindfully meditate I feel better and I I I don't do that the way I used to right when I got out of rehab or when I was in rehab I did that quite a lot and I did a lot of things in rehab that I don't do now I, I used to do yoga and I don't do that now and I used to meditate and I don't do that now and I think that a lot of times we use the excuses of our everyday go, go, go that we can't do those things. And those are all valid. But right now, since everybody is, unless you're a healthcare professional or essential worker, you're going to have some time on your hands. And it's either you're going to just sit and stress it that whole time or we're going to try to learn something, like I said, and Make the best out of a really, really shitty situation. Make the best out of it if we can, you know? And do our best today, too, to stay curious, not judgmental the best we can. That's never easy to do in this time we're living in. It's easy to pass judgment onto one another. But it's a lot more fun to be curious about things. And I don't know, I like people watching. That's fun for me. I enjoy that. And then it helps keep me open to see how people are different and we're all just different creatures i've talked so much about how we're just a, a primal creature I, my last episode talking about how we're just animals you know all right yeah now that's a fire all right <laughs> that made no sense 
<laughs> a lot of stuff that happens that we live on a planet makes no sense. But I'll tell you one thing that does make a lot of sense to me is when you come on over, it makes me really happy. And I appreciate you coming on over. Please tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Let them know that while they're down and out in quarantine, that there's uh, 372 episodes of We Live on a Planet that they can catch up and enjoy on. All right. Hey, don't forget. Go on over to WLOAP.com. Enter today. Oh, yeah, and my YouTube channel. Boy, whew, a lot of self-promotion. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll talk to you guys. Be safe. And I'll talk to you real soon. Peace.